Welcome back to the Scott Orlig Show. I'm your host, Scott Orlig, and it's time now for One Man's World, a semi-regular broadcast where, due to contractual obligation, Daniel Lampley, the world's most prolific artist, joins us in the studio to discuss his work. Today's episode is sponsored by American Airlines. Look, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Yes, it's a plane. All right, One Man's World is going to be a bit scattered today because Daniel showed up this afternoon declaring that he would only discuss a recent project of his, which the FCC would not allow us to discuss under any circumstances. Fortunately, our producer and frequent contributor to the Scott Orlig Show, Susan Noble, came up with a workable compromise. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Scott, I doubt the FCC is even paying attention. Even if that were true, Daniel, I would not discuss your latest thing for the sake of our listeners or for my own sake, frankly. It's repulsive, it's tasteless, and I would give anything to unsee it. And that's all the more I'm going to say about it. All right, but just let me say two words about it before we move on. That was not part of the deal. Two words, Scott. Fine, but choose them very carefully. All right, here are the two words I have to say about my latest project. They are as follows. Word one, uncompromisingly. Word two, concepticide. Word one, a vague adverb, and word two, an entirely made-up word. I suppose that's about right. Anyway, the compromise Susan came up with was this. Apparently, we've been getting a lot of mail about One Man's World here at the station, and she thought, since we can't discuss Daniel's current project on the air because of the FCC, we could answer some of our listeners' questions instead. Now, we didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this, so you'll have to bear with us here. Uh, Preparation, in my opinion, is incredibly overrated. Okay, here we go. Dear Mr. Lampley, please, 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 call me Daniel. Um, Are you saying that to me, or whoever wrote you the letter, or what? To you, Scott. I do call you Daniel. I was just reading the letter. Whoever wrote this letter started it, Dear Mr. Lampley. Please, please, call me Daniel. Dear Daniel, I love your art. I love listening to you on One Man's World. I can't wait to buy your next book and see your next movie and listen to your next album. Who were the artists who influenced you? Love, Mandy S. That's a strange question. How is that strange? Well, uh, maybe you read it wrong. Uh, who are the artists who influenced L- you? Let me let me see that. Who are the artists who influenced you? What? Oh, okay, okay. I think she meant who are the artists who you've influenced? Okay, now it makes sense. Here, Scott, just give me that red pen. I'm just going to correct this here. No, Daniel. She's asking like. Who are the artists who made you want to become an artist? No, no, no. She's asking who became artists because of me. Uh, See, I corrected it. You can't just change the letters so they ask what you want them to ask. I'm not. I'm changing the letter so that it makes sense. It was incoherent the other way. Forget it. New letter. Dear Mr. Lampley. Scott, please call me Daniel. Dear Daniel, what is your favorite kind of art to make? Is it films? Is it poems? Or is it something else? Sincerely, Bob. (laughs) Well, Bob, asking an artist who works across all mediums, like I do, to choose his favorite medium is a bit like asking a father to choose his favorite child. In my case, it's easy. My favorite child is my second daughter, Elimissa, and my favorite medium is photography. You have a favorite child? You're just going to say that over the air for everyone to hear? What if the other kids are listening? Oh, they know already, Scott. They all try to be as lovable as Elimissa, but I have to say, it's really hard to imagine any of them succeeding. 
Well, putting that disturbing personal revelation aside, would you mind elaborating a little on why photography is your favorite medium, Daniel? Oh, well, uh, it's the easiest. It requires the least thought, the least effort. You just point the camera at pretty much anything, snap a picture, and then frame it so the subject is off-center. Photography is where I turn to feel accomplished when every other art form just sounds like too much work. So it's more of like a hobby for you. Oh, no, no, no. Scott, it's a legitimate art form. Right, but you just dabble in it to relax. No, no, Scott. You misunderstood me. I'm a serious, admired, respected photographer. You just said you don't put any thought into it. Well, of course I don't. It doesn't require thought. If you told me you were a great pearl diver, I wouldn't doubt you just because you can't sing. Come on, Scott. New letter. Dear Mr. Dear Daniel, I've heard it said that when the volume increases, quality decreases. This is a good point. Being the world's most prolific artist, how have you managed to avoid this? Sincerely, Lucy R. All right, here's how. By making sure that as my volume increases, my quality also increases. Okay, but I think she's asking how you do that. Well, I make it a special priority. As more and more of my work goes out, I make sure that each piece of art, whether it be a sculpture or a nonfiction essay or a play, is better, 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 always better. But how do you make sure, Daniel? It seems like as you produce more work more frequently, then you would have less time with each it of has, your... it, Scott, it has nothing to do with time. Do you understand now? No, of course not. Scott, okay. Not at all. All right, no, Scott, all right, listen. Think of it this way. Let's say you gave me one hour to bake a dozen cakes, and instead of a dozen cakes, I baked six dozen cakes, and it only took me 20 minutes to do so, so with the remaining 40 minutes, I wrote a novella called, oh, I don't know, The Need of Soil. Would you expect the novella to be great? No. Wrong again, Scott. The novella is amazing. I'm envisioning it right now, and it's setting sales records. And how do the cakes taste? Superb, Scott. What a surprise. Next letter. Oh, hey, this one's to me from Ryan W. Dear Scott, what a privilege to interact face-to-face with an incredible artist like Daniel Lampley. Do you guys spend a lot of time together off the air, too? No, no, absolutely not. No, no, we don't, Ryan. Uh, I'm incredibly busy with my art, my mentoring of younger artists, and my family. And I'm sure Scott must do other things, too, though I'm not sure exactly what, since he doesn't have a family anymore. I still have a family, Daniel. You don't stop having a family when you get a divorce. Well, I'm not sure taking your kids to minor league hockey games every other weekend really counts as having a family, Scott. No more letters. The end. Uh, This has been another contractually obligated episode of One Man's World with the world's most prolific artist, Mr. Lampley. Call me Daniel, please. No. We've been talking to Mr. Lampley, due, as always, to contractual obligation, and we're all in luck because the contract obligates us to do it again soon. Today's episode was sponsored by American Airlines. Look in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Yes, it's a plane. We'll be back with Susan Noble to discuss the many shortcomings of standardized tests after the weather and a word from our sponsors.